Welcome to Mac and Blue, where we introduce you to who is building Arizona, bringing you the people and businesses that shape the landscape around us. From economic development and developers, underwriters and lenders, architects and engineers, to the very builders and suppliers that bring it all together. Now let's join our hosts, Robert Johnson and JJ Levensky, aka Mac and Blue. Welcome to Mac and Blue. I'm Robert Johnson, Vice President of Business Development with Tory Contracting. This guy across from me is J.J. Levinsky. He is the president of Blue Wave General Contracting. Am I correct again? Last time I checked. Okay. I haven't been fired yet. How are you? Good, you? Good. You came in a little bit late. Yeah. We're multitasking today. Okay. That, that's fine. Then I'm going to do what I always do, and it catches them off guard. But we have Karen Nowicki yep. with us as producer, guest producer, I guess you could call her, but... We're glad to have her with us. But, well, come on, let's approach Daryl. He's on vacation. If Daryl's not here, Daryl doesn't exist. Okay. Daryl's gone. So, I, you know, now we'll double up on him next time. But, (laughs) you know, um, this is what he gets. We we get to roast him whenever we get the chance. That is exactly right. And then we have this other handsome gentleman is Forrest Dorman. With, he's smiling and looking like, this guy's on something. Eagle Eye Productions, am I correct? That's it. Okay. We've been chatting while you've been chatting. Yeah. And uh, this guy does things that I didn't even know that they did. So uh, are they all, legal? All the better. No, uh, we well, didn't okay. get to the, we didn't get to that part yet, <laughs> well, we, but none of it is. None, okay. None. But thanks for being here. Absolutely. Forrest actually came all the way from the Dallas Fort Worth area. The place specifically is the city name. So we're, we're just out of uh white, right? We used to be in Anna. Texas and and now it's white right. We just moved up there. I, so. You know I'm I'm a Texas guy. Did you say white yeah. rice? White white rice. <laughs> white rice. Yeah, white rice. It's not a brown rice. It's oh, like yeah. you know Chipotle. Uh, it's Texas, so it I'm is. just gonna yeah. leave it at that. Leave no, it at that. Yeah. You, you two Texas boys. Well, and anything you don't understand, I'll translate. So, Forrest, I appreciate you coming all this way. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna make it worth your while. You're gonna get to see JJ's project at some point this week. There we go. And welcome. So what I'd like out of you is tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. To start with anyway, and about what Eagle Eye is and just go for it. Just like we were talking out in the lobby there. Yeah. Well, I'll kind of start off with, uh, I've been in construction for a little bit over 13 years now. Uh, started off as a laborer position way back, Mm -hmm. uh, working for a little renovation company, worked my way into that carpenter position, then kind of a foreman position. And then got kind of tired of doing all those tasks for very little pay and decided I'd call uh, somebody out in the DFW area, a buddy out in DFW and um, asking for a job. And they ended up getting me on a a general contracting firm out in DFW. I worked for two of those out there for around five years, a period of five Mm -hmm. years before we, uh, before I quit and started Eagle Eye. Um, So roughly 10 or 11 years before we started Eagle Eye, we've been in business now since December 19 or December 19th in 2019. So right before the pandemic hit, kind of a bad time to start a business, but we, I yeah, think we can it, bleep out pandemic, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to yeah, call exactly. it, you know, I'm kind of, I'm right there, but <laughs> so yeah, we had a lot of fun kind of kicking it off r- right then about three and a half years ago. Um, and then since then we've made some awesome relationships. We're doing 
a lot of fun projects with some really cool companies um, and just kind of honored to be able to do those, show off those stories that are so important to see. So what so. was the impetus of getting away from being a GC to, to doing the Eagle Eye and what is Eagle Eye? Yeah. So in reality, not, not that the companies that I was working at were really bad mm-hmm. companies. I think there were uh, bad cancers within them. Mm-hmm. And of course that leads to bad cultures um, and uh, bad leadership overall. So the, the goal overall for starting the company, I, I was working for uh, so long trying to find a company that I could call home, that I could be loyal to and stay with forever, right? I wanted to find that forever company. Couldn't find it. Had a really tough time finding that company. So getting tired of the culture that I was in, thought there's got to be other people like me that are out there that are struggling to find that forever company. There are those companies that are really good companies that can give their people an amazing opportunity, an amazing work workplace and, and a family to, mm-hmm. you know, be with. But they were really tough to find, really tough to to see, you know, as, as somebody just, you know, in the worker workforce uh, area. So the goal was to kind of come out and, and build, you know, bridge the gap between really good companies and really good people and try to connect good employees with good companies. Good companies are also looking for really good people all the time. And it's tough to find those people that want to be loyal to the company and the company wants to be loyal to them. So if we could find those really good people and those really good companies and create uh, somewhat of a community, which is our mission, right? Then we have this winning formula, um, if you will, to kind of show off their stories, be able to tell their values and preach that and hopefully be able to limit the amount of bad workers going into the workforce and, and into these companies and having those bad companies, you know, hire really good people. Sure. Doing a construction dating site. Yeah, basically, you know, yeah. If you want to call it, you know, that's excellent. You mean construction. I mean, you know, that, that really I mean, is what that is. And Tinder, you eHarmony, whatever you're into. Exactly. Right? I never thought of it like that, but I mean, basically that's, that's kind of the goal, right? Well, and so. what you need to do is skyhigheeagleeye.com is the web. Say that yeah, fast web. 10 times in a row. Yeah. E- no. e- Eagle Eye was taken. So we yeah. got, we got skyhigheeagleeye.com. And, and really, while we're having this discussion, you need to check it out. Yep. It, it's These guys do some really incredible stuff. So I get the whole community. I yeah. get that that whole piece of it. But how did it get from that yeah. to aerial photography? Well, so so originally, the uh, <clears throat> when I was working uh, for one of my, the GCs in DFW, uh, one of my tasks as the project engineer or APM role was to go out on site and document uh, all the installation, whether that be uh, steel inspections, concrete rebar inspections, waterproofing applications. And by uh, document, do you mean? Take photos of okay, it. Okay, gotcha. And, and basically, mm-hmm. we, I, would, I would take photos of it. I'd have the floor plan of the entire site. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes these are, you know, 10, 15 building sites. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different floor plans. And then I would basically hyperlink the tags Correct. onto the, the floor plans to show the documentation of, of before, during, and after process so that we had uh, cheap insurance basically yep. uh, to go back at the end if somebody said something's wrong okay well let's go pull it up on the floor plan and see what what could be wrong oh well they didn't flash it you know like you know bottom to top they flash it top to bottom or whatnot mm-hmm. um so the water is leaking inside sure. the building so that that's what we started off the business doing and the business was actually called waterproof two mm-hmm. words Instead of waterproof, it was waterproof. It was basically, we're trying to show the proof, right? Haha, <laughs> you know. I get it. Yeah. So starting off a business, it's thanks, like, what, what do I call it? Thanks for explaining it. Yeah, thanks, guys. I, I, I just don't know. Because I was going, Can you draw that out for me? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, so that's kind of what we started at, uh, just documenting uh, that process and then aerial photography as well. Um, and then within <laughs> within like two, three months after that, people were, were asking us to document their, their, their people on the site. 
They wanted to show off, you know, more of their culture in the business. They wanted to show off what they were doing work-wise rather than that documentation. So we kind of scrapped everything documentation. So you're saying it went all left brain to right brain? So analytical to yeah. the yeah, it was, feelings? It was like, all right, let's do this really logically. You know, we're going to do this, so you know, blah, blah. And then it was like, all right, let's go show off our workers. So we scrapped the whole documentation portion of the game and went this route. And uh, once we started diving into it, and as contractors started asking us to do more of that, uh, we realized that there was kind of a gap there. And then, of course, early on when I started the business, the whole goal was to try and come in and work with contractors on building a culture to build a better environment for their people. But I didn't know how to do that. And all, all that I knew how to do was document job sites. You know, if I wasn't going to be working for a, a contractor, what is like a need that we could fulfill? And that was it. And in the meantime, I was looking for something that we could kind of help build up the culture, build the structure of a company, you know, and that was kind of in the works. And then once this came up where people were asking to show off their stories, it kind of just clicked. It was like, okay, this is, this is really important, more important than I thought it would be right off the bat. I was never really creative. I was more come on, a- analytical. Come on. I was not. You haven't looked at this guy's stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you when it, I, I, I keep saying it, I know I'm going to embarrass him. I mean, like, so I'm going to interject. So. So I'm looking through their website. You know, he's got a web developer. He's got a videographer. He's got a graphic designer. It's like, well, don't you have three of those in your staff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not creative. And then Karen and then, does. And then Come when on. you look at, and then when you look at their video and stuff on their on their website, he's telling me, oh, I wish I did that years ago. I was like, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank so you. no, but I'm getting it. And and I'm sorry I interrupted no, no, you, absolutely. but I I get the, for his paint for paint by numbers is a challenge for him. So let's just put this. <laughs> so in I have to. Time. Yeah, I have to do this yeah backwards so the whole culture thing it, it's interesting because we're blue collar guys yeah, okay yeah so what i see when i look at your stuff is making blue collar cool okay if that makes any sense it, there's a lot of dirt work so far in this and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that and share that and it's it's not all dirt all civil stuff that's just what it's become yeah but the people that work out in the field that get their boots dirty, that they're, they're kind of that forgotten yeah. entity. Yeah. It makes those people, us, feel cool. Yeah, well, and, and I think, you know, the, one of the most important things to us is to make sure that it's realistic, right? Like when we go into companies and we talk to them about providing media services to them, mm-hmm. you know, that's one, that's one, maybe a tenth of what we do, maybe less than a tenth of what we do is media services. But when we go and we talk to them, we say, we want it to be realistic, right? We want the guys to have the, you know, the beat up hard hat. We want those guys to have whatever sticker. We, I mean, we've had to remove some stickers and posts sure. on some hard hats just because their, their management was like, Hey, remove that. Um, we like it that way. <laughs> I, right? love, I love I mean, forest. Yeah. <laughs> we want, we want, we want it to be real, right? Yeah. That's it. It's definitely that. That's, those were the stickers on there. No, yeah. uh, but I mean, we want it to showcase what it's like, right? Because it, you know, a lot of people think that everybody is meant for construction. They're not, it's just how it is. Some folks are, are meant to, to do accounting. Some folks like accounting. That's not me. Yeah. That's probably not you guys, right? Those people are twisted. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, you know, and, and I got to say, you their know, po- their podcast is tomorrow at two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. There we go. But, but, you know, a lot of people nowadays, they think, you know, we should have an environment that invites every kind of person into construction. Maybe we should invite them in, but at least show them what it looks like. Right. Right. Because they might not like that. They might not want their boots dirty. They might not want torn up jeans, you know, whatever, you know, early mornings, late nights, long weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it takes to be in the industry. And overall, those are the true expectations. So when an employer is putting out their media, you don't want to call the guy that's going to come in and say, well, you know, I'm going to take off this day. I'm going to take off that day. Well, I can only be here eight hours. Well, I can only do this. Right. So as soon as we get rid of those people through those expectations, we can start focusing on we want we want 
the, the best of the best, the ones that want to be part of this industry, that want to work hard. And, and that's not a dig on those that don't want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a different lifestyle. And ultimately, if you can show that way before you even start the application process, then you've wasted your, or you've saved yourself time on wasting precious resources on interviewing those folks and bringing them in and then them leaving a week later and spending all that money on onboarding. And, you know, that's, that's a huge cost that you saved yourself just because you showed off the, the reality of what construction looks like online. Oh, very true. You know? Yeah, very true. Do you have anything, JJ? Well, I was just... At this point, sorry, I, spent, I rambled on. No, there for no, a while. I no, I smoke, smoke, and I usually have to poke him because of the, feel like, just burn down. I otherwise. feel like we went from here to here because yeah. we, we started as you know how Forrest got started, went mm-hmm. from left brain to right brain, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're solving Oof. life's problems in the construction industry. Yeah, what I'd like to hear is, or I think the audience would love it, is Forrest go back to when you transitioned to showing off the company stuff. Then what started happening? Yeah, so we started showing it off. I'll kind of move back. When I was about to quit, uh, I had a mentor that was a superintendent that was working on the project, my last project. Um, and I kind of told him what I wanted to do. You know, hey, I want to, you know, go into these companies and show them how to build a good culture. I want to show them how to, you know, how, how their people operate and blah, 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 blah. And his exact words to me, a really good friend of mine, really respect the guy still to this day, but his, he, he looked at me and said, Forrest, who's going to listen to, I don't know at the time, 23-year-old kid to million, billion-dollar businesses, mm-hmm. who, who, who's going to listen to a 23-year-old kid about these things? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to go out and try, hopefully. So far, it's worked, but what we've done is we've established a process that's not just photos, not just video, not just how do we create the foundation so that the culture naturally exists. So there, a lot of companies, a lot of contractors are great at doing their trade, doing what they're really good at. And we basically want to take everything that's not that, and we want to take it out off your hands so you can focus on your trade. And if we apply the right principles, the right values, um, and the right foundation to the business, then we can create a culture that's just going to already start leading itself in your organization. And it'll solve problems overnight, not, you know, not overnight, but over a long time without you really realizing it's solving them. They'll just be solving themselves. We took the need for showing off their people and we said, okay, well, what are they really trying to get from this? And in reality, they wanted to show off, one, the, the projects they had pride in. And they wanted to show off their work, their people, to attract more people to their organization. It didn't really matter to them what was in the videos, what was in the photos. And that's where we were like, okay, well, why don't we create some strategies here? Why don't we create, you know, the values in your company to start showing the stuff off? It's way more in-depth than just taking photos and taking videos and putting it online. Like, what's the purpose of this? And so if you, you sit back and you actually find the needs of each business, you know, are, they're different, but they're the same right. in some sense. And those values are going to be different. You guys are going to have values that you grew up with that you internalize. You're going to have values that you grew up with, and so will I. Um, how do we take those internalized values, put them out into our business so that we attract folks that are like those? And then if your business does that, and through the rest of our services, then we'll probably lead a business that you guys like, right? That you guys really mm-hmm. wanted to take pride in. Um, naturally, it'll just kind of come. So that's kind of how... I don't know if I answered the question, if it kind yeah. of answered the question, but that's kind of, we, we saw teaser. that. Yeah, yeah we, we kind of saw that need of the photos, the videos. And so we've established kind of like a process, if you will, on how to like go more in depth on it than just photos and videos. Yeah, but take that deeper yeah. in, into beyond the photos and videos, because we talked about some of this uh, a little bit earlier, a little bit before the, the program. Uh, and I was amazed. Uh, share a little bit about how deep you really, family how deep you will go, you how it. deep you will go. And, yeah. you know, knowing the people and having that guy yeah. on your team, as they say. Yeah. Well, so I'll kind of run through 
a lot of times when we, uh, and I, I probably talked to you about it, you know, a while back, but I'll kind of walk through what we do as far as services and why, <laughs> and, and I'll give you the brief version of it, um, not to waste time or anything, but th- then each one of those services can, we can dig into the weeds on mm-hmm. at a later time if we need to. But, you know, we, we look at it like a five stage process when we start with a client or a contractor that we're partnering with for mm-hmm. long term. We still do Alcart services. So if somebody's like, hey, we want you to, you know, make a badass video for us. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. do that. You know, if you want us to just build a brand, we'll do that. If you want us to just build a website, we'll do that. But when we partner with somebody, typically it's five stages. And the first stage is creating that community around you, right? So our mission is to create a community. We want to create a community with the companies that we work with. We want them to create a community, um, not just a geographic community, but also one that can look at their values and, hey, maybe you might change somebody's life through your values across the world. So right off the bat, we, you know, we start off by creating that community by photos, by video, by social media, by writings, blogs, whatever it is. That's kind of stage one. Stage two is going to be looking at your brand and kind of figuring out if it's, if it's what you want it to be visually and behind the scenes. So when people think branding, a lot of times they think, okay, well, what's my logo look like? You know, what's, what's our you know, branding on the truck look like? Before we touch anything visual, we, we dig uh, deep into your personal character as, as ownership, as leadership. And as a company, um, and reestablish or you know tweak as needed your vision, your mission, your value system, um, and then your goals over the next fifty hundred years of your business. So after establishing that, we've created a pretty good foundation of of what you want in an employee. We we now know who's a good fit that's that's in your organization, who's not a right. good fit that's in your organization, and now we've got a goal to go chase those types of that that work those types of people. And that is a pretty in-depth process over a couple of months that we kind of dive into. Um, and then we create the visual to reflect that, you know, behind the scenes work that we've done. Then this, the third stage is typically uh, where we put all that information, which is the web development. So we'll, we'll go in and, and typically we stagger it kind of like a construction schedule, right? You've got your community, you've got your branding, you've got your web development, and then the, all the other stages. They're staggered like if you were to build a Gantt chart, sure. you know? And so we will walk through the web development. Now we've got your branding. Now we've got your social media built. We've got uh, a community that's watching you. And now we can show them all the information that you need, uh, who you are, what you do, what your value system is, what type of people you're looking for, what type of clients you're looking for, you know, how you're trying to change the world, uh, what your purpose is. That will go into the web development. From there, um, typically there's an influx of hiring because that was kind of the purpose of the website. That's kind of the purpose of doing all this stuff is to hire some people. And so as we do that, we walk through HR process, we look at finances, we'll look at your operational development, how, how you, you know, put people in, in different positions, how you guys hire, how you have team activities, you know, sure. whatever it is, software that you have in your business, no matter what type of tools you're putting in your business, we'll take a look at it if you want us to. Um, and that's our operational development portion of the business. Mm-hmm. And we'll walk in and give advice on where we can make it better. You're losing communication from here to here, and that could be better. You're uh, sending invoices like this, you could send them like this and it would be, you know, much better. Whatever it is, um, operational development is typically stage four. And then stage five is, is our training section. So w- right now, all that that consists of is taking those folks, whether that's uh, in certain areas, whether finance, HR, leadership, or operator training or trade school kind of certifications, we'll take those guys and facilitate the training for them. So we've got people that we send to operator training, certify them in operator training. Uh, we can certify... Um, in OSHA 1030, we have not broke out into the MSHA area yet for mining, but we're trying to. But over the next, hopefully, two years, we're going to take that whole training portion of the business and just blow it up. Oh, uh, cool. We've got a 
a lot of really cool technology that we're implementing that we haven't talked about yet because mm-hmm. we're not sure if it's really possible. Okay. But we are kind of sure that it's possible depending on on how we can <laughs> approach it, right? I like our mission is, you know, to pr- you know, create those limitless boundaries. So we think it's a pretty crazy idea what we're going to try and do, but we're pretty sure we're going to be able to do it eventually. It might not be this year, it might not be next, but we're going to be able to do it. So that's kind of all the five stages of uh, what we do. And then from that, we stay in the, the partnership on a yearly basis um, to make sure that we can help facilitate those training, keep, you know, updating sure. the media, update the website, you know, create, keep your branding current and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's take a break for a second. Have hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Tory Contracting, your full service Division 9 contractor. Tory Contracting operates with a smaller, hands on team. This cohesive structure results in superior workmanship and economical solutions. We deliver projects with unsurpassed commitment to quality and stewardship of budget. Tory Contracting, small enough to listen. Big enough to deliver. One of the things that I'd like to touch on is something that you you discussed uh, with me previously uh, when it comes to kind of a philosophy that you have about, and, uh, and I hate to, to, to put this out there, some, some people worry that, that this is going to get taken advantage of. You'll get it. We talked about how you and I both have this, this similar philosophy about helping people for free air quotes, people, yeah, yeah, the for, video people can see it, but you're a big relationship builder. Yeah. You want to build relationships with people that either are going to turn into business with at some point, or maybe a or friend not. of theirs is going, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's all about the relationship. So touch on, on that. And, and what we talked about with, in, in regard to people calling and asking and yeah. just that general philosophy that you have. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the most important thing to us is to, to make that impact, that change in the industry, regardless of, uh, you know, if we're becoming rich or not over it, right? Like this isn't, none of this is for money. You know, like I would be making way more money if I was working in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to provide a really good living for the folks that work for us, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be able to uh, create that really nice. Now he's talking know, like an entrepreneur. But, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But at the same time, if there's a contractor that really can't afford any of the services that we have, a lot mm-hmm. of times they, they, you know, we'll, we'll talk to, to folks for years and years by giving them advice. And that's not to say that we'll do free work. Correct. But we're giving them uh, insight into how we do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're not going to be, we're not going to hide any of our services. We're not going to hide how we do things. We're really going to try and do the best we can at teaching them how to become a better company. Because if we can do that for free, just by talking, communicating, building those relationships, if they go hire so-and-so down the road, it really doesn't matter to us as long as they're making that impact for their people. Like you and I talked about. Is, Isn't that killer? What? Novel concept. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I think if every business should should look at the impact they're making on their people. There's a, an influx, right, uh, over the last 20 years of, you know, I'm in business to make money. I'm mm-hmm. in business to make money. Well, I'm not, you know, doing this for free. You know, I need to, whatever. Yeah, it, and that's great. Like your business needs to make money overall it will make a lot more money if you focus on serving your people. Um, that's just how it works. If you focus on serving your client, if you focus on serving somebody that you're not even going to do work with or hire on, that service-minded way of life is going to provide way more payout um, ROI than you'll ever imagine. Um, the problem is that it's not in a short period of time. It's in a long period of time. And most people are too set on that short-term gratification. Mm-hmm. 
in business. Um, and a lot of young business leaders are more set on that. No, so I, that's what I think is refreshing yeah. is because you're, you're, you are a, a young business leader and, and yeah, you don't hear that very often. No, I'm just I'm processing. You're, you're, so, you're soaking it all in. Yeah. I, I thought maybe you had something, you know, <laughs> wild that you were going to throw in there. No, cause we could talk about that topic for two hours. Oh, no, yeah, no, I mean, no. I, yeah, we could go on it. The servant leadership to this, the pay it forward thing. I mean, yeah. You know, I look at the four of us are on this, this what table. We all do. I know that's Karen's MO. It's yours. Yeah. It's mine. Well, and that's that's the reason why we're in business, right? Is right. to make those relationships with people like you guys, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like that's the whole, and that's why like you and I were talking. I mm -hmm. think that's the, like, I don't consider our, our business super successful. I think that we're semi-successful because we make those relationships with people. If we didn't make those relationships with people, if we didn't put that, that effort in first, not worried about the paycheck, then our business wouldn't be around. It's only, it's only here because we have really great people that we've made really good relationships with that those are the people that keep a business successful. It's, how do you find your people? How do I find what? Your the, employees. Like, employees. I, I do a lot of LinkedIn searching and a lot of phone calls, just a ton of research. And then we sit down and we talk in person. I try to get a feel for who they are, you know, character, mm -hmm. um, the character of the person before I start. So they're not necessarily local people. Not, not always. no. Right now we've got, luckily they're all in Texas. They're not all in, in the DFW area, but we had. That's Dallas, Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, yeah. Just in case you didn't. Know. In case anyway. you didn't know. I'm good. <laughs> okay. The audience probably. Okay. No, it's know. all right. Yeah. yeah. Daryl's here. Daryl would be holding up a card that says DFW. Dallas, Fort question Worth. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dallas, so, Fort Worth. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, our videographer was from Cali. He moved to Texas. Mm -hmm. We had people like right now we've got one of our new hires. He's from Iowa. So he's in Iowa. Uh, we've had folks in Alabama and Florida. Right now, our whole team is in Texas with the exception of, of Chase, who's in Iowa. So that's kind of cool. But yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting stuff. Is there an example for us of, without mentioning names of a, a company that you've worked with in a deeper context that you give like a testimonial to of maybe where you started on whatever you're calling it, step yeah. one or pillar one and, and maybe, maybe you didn't get through five, but did you... Yeah. Do you have one that you've taken through like the four steps and can you speak to that or not? Yeah, I think, uh, and, and I can name names. I think they, they probably, uh, they want the, the chops on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll go ahead and advertise for those guys. Plus they're really great friends. You know, like we, when, once we come on with somebody, it's really a personal relationship to us, right? Like I want you guys to be able to trust me, uh, with everything, right? And we want, if we can't have that trust, then how am I going to give you advice on in, in areas of your business that you're really, really sensitive on? Right. So I think Dal Dirt, Dallas Underground uh, are some of our earlier clients that we've had a full partnership with almost for three years now. And we've walked them through the rebranding process, the development, the community process, rebranding, web development. We give them advice on in certain areas, but we are diving more into their training, hopefully soon. We've talked to them a little bit about it. It's been kind of a slow process because they've just blown up in the last year. Like after, and, and I'm not saying that's because of us, right? Like they're really good people, really good contractors. They're really good at what they do. Um, and so they've had an influx of folks trying to, you know, come on with their business. So it's been so busy over the last year or two that we really haven't had time to sit down and go over the next, you know, step four and step five. Because okay. it's just been growing so rapidly. Hopefully that's something that, that we'll be doing shortly is, is take a look at all those people that they've recently hired and how can we train them, right, in, in the right practices. If it's an operator, how can we take that operator from a C-rated operator to an A-rated operator in a week and a half? Whatever it is, hopefully we can dive into that process. Um, we've probably got some other clients that we've that we could name, and a lot of them are in the process right now. 
since we're such an, a young company, it's like a lot of these folks are walking through the process currently. So those are probably the two that I'd, I'd say we've stuck with for the longest. I, I mentioned LGE, who's, yeah. who's big here locally. Yep. Um, I, it looked like you did some web development work for them. Nope. No, no, not web development no, no web development, no branding, just, uh, just photos, videos. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They're, they're one of, uh, you know, like I said, we'll do a la carte services for, mm-hmm. for clients and mm-hmm. then we'll have our full-time partnerships. They're more of like the a la carte. Um, we've got a monthly aerial site photos every month in Texas. We've got, uh, every once in a while they'll have us do a video for them and that kind of thing. But, um, other than that, they've got a pretty good staff over there that manages their website, their branding and all that kind of jazz. So. Now, if you look at their website, skyhigheagleeye.com, I'm, I'm just, I love saying it, but you know, it's kind of the key. I think you're sky high it's and eagle high just saying it. Eagle high, yeah, sky high and eagle high. Yeah, whatever. He's um, flapping his wings we're in not, the we're studio. Not in Colorado. Colorado. That's just from a bad experience in 1960 <laughs> that um, still gets me, but it's dirt heavy. It is. More by accident than by design. Yeah. You certainly are interested in all kinds of construction yeah. and promoting all kinds of blue collar work. Exactly. Yeah. Structural steel. You talked about being a structural steel nerd. Now, well, one of my favorite portions of construction. Yeah. And he says that because I'm a light gauge steel guy. Yeah. There you go. But it's, it's kind of the same thing, only different. That one got you, didn't it? What, what have <laughs> we not talked about that you want us to talk about? Oh man. I don't know. I, I'm just here to, to chat. I don't know. I'm just having fun with it. So to give you a little insight, wait, before you say that is, so he is such a geek. Okay. He walks in, he's got to come in. He's like taking, looking at the studio. He's like checking it all out. The microphones. It's like, I love love it by the way. Well, thank you very much. And you know, Karen uh, uh, deserves all the props for that. She did the interior decorating. She was the the interior decorator. Yes. It looks awesome. What's the punchline? No, the punchline is, is just that I thought it was cool that, you know, I thought you were going to tell me that he had an electric protractor and a yeah, pocket protractor. I was protractor. like, no, taking, like tape measure and He's not. No, I have a feeling he has a photographic memory and he's got all this down and he'll go duplicate it somewhere <laughs> else. But so you're here with us on, on this podcast, you know, Mac and Blue Building Arizona. You also have a podcast. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, built. You can't, you can't steal our tagline. No, I can't. Okay. Wait, hold on. No, built on blue colors, our podcast. Okay. Um, and, it, and it's very similar to what you guys do, where we just, we bring in industry uh, folks. It doesn't have to be leadership. It can be anybody from uh, the ground um, all the way up to the owner, right? Um, and we just BS about construction, whether, you know, what their experience is, you know, where we can make the industry better. And really, uh, there's no real topics. Um, there are, but we never follow them, right? We just start <laughs> rambling on about whatever Sounds it is. Sounds like kinda, about us. Like yeah. A, yeah. Are those just in the Texas or are you That's doing them national? Next. Anywhere. Yeah. So you're doing them remote or yeah. anything? Yeah, so like we'll, like, I'm not going to say the name, but like we're trying to get this podcast. He, the, uh, one of our guys that we've been following for a while, he erects cranes mm-hmm. for a living. And so one thing that we've been trying to set up for a while is uh, get the podcast studio up on the boom of a tower crane. And then, I can make that happen. Can you actually? Yeah, I can. Okay, write that down because right. we're going to. You've never gonna... seen Karen in a parachute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I told my videographer, I'm like, you're going to have to get up there and film the thing. He's like, I don't know about that. He's like, use your drone. Yeah. Well, I told him he's going to have to fly the drone, but he'd have to, you know, be up there too. But we're going to set up probably like a little table and just put the, you know, podcast set up up there and and try to do the the whole podcast on the top of the the boom of a a tower crane. Hopefully it's not too windy. You know, I see your, I see your wheels turning. I'm like, that's 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 not a coming out. That's not a bad idea. So we want, we want to do cool things like that. But overall, um, a lot, a lot of it is phone calls right now. I haven't had a lot of time to really dive into it. 
um, I really want to, you know, create a schedule where it's like, okay, every, you know, Tuesday we do a podcast or mm-hmm. every, you know, once, at least once every two weeks or something like that. Um, right now it's just, Hey, absolutely love what you guys do. Can you jump on the podcast with me? And sometimes it's phone calls. Other times it's me traveling around the country and just trying to get people on the podcast. Yeah. yeah it's amazing stuff. How much of your, how much of your current video production is drone related versus uh, ground based? Kind of depends. It's not really, we'll just use the drone in any kind of video production that we need to, right? Like it, it. it develops uh, location, more dynamic shots, that kind of thing. I think dr- drones are, are really useful for the video production, but there's got to be a purpose behind it. If right. there's no purpose in having it, like, I mean, we've done underground mining. Like, there's no purpose in a in a drone. Under, you know, hey, can you fly that underground? Well, I can, but there's no, like, I can just put the camera up here, you <laughs> right. know, and I've already got the same sight as a drone would. <laughs> so, you know, it started off a lot more drone heavy because yeah. of this, the work we were doing, but now it's like, you know, it's, it's a lot different. So the drones definitely play a part, though. I like the whole creative thinking of podcasts and where to have them. So, you know, I can see, I'm not looking at her on purpose, scuba, but I can see, I can see her looking at me right. and I'm like, you now, know, now, she, now she automatically hates me. She's like, I don't want like, to get a yeah, tower man, this could, you know, I'm thinking of like, you know, <laughs> setting off TNT, you know, charges and all kinds of stuff. Hey, hey, really hey, cool. hey. What you don't, don't know is that I almost jumped out of an airplane on Saturday. Oh, did you really? On purpose? <laughs> on, yeah, uh, but the weather was bad, and well, I have been. I and I do. I, it's been years, but I do scuba, so I'm I'm down for both. So how about we we we'll go jump all all four of us jump out of a plane on Tuesday tomorrow? <laughs> Are you no no we're not I'll, coming. Yeah, well, let's get them set up. I, so, I've got the team in Casa Grande. We do it. I, I would. Hey, do it. I'll go do it with you. I'll go for the whole thing. I would do it in a in a heartbeat if it wasn't for back surgeries and. <laughs> Okay. Excuses. Never mind. Never mind. No okay. excuses, just results. For right those now. who Let's don't go. know, yeah, I got the eye. So, um, I, yeah, I, we no, probably it, should talk. This is yeah. a great place to do skydiving, by the way. Yeah, no, Arizona is really well known. I was actually. Well, have you never been or have you? No, been? I have. And it's it's my goal to get uh, a license this year. That's part of I, I wanted to get pilot's license and um, a license in, in skydiving this year before the year's up. And it's coming really fast. So it's kind of tough. I'll probably, I'll probably push. Pilot's license to next year and a license for skydiving this year. Underachiever. Well, that's 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 cool stuff. If we can, if you can get us ready to queue up for JJ's the next sponsor. Uh, are you the next sponsor, JJ? Sure. L- let's, let's just ju- yeah, let's, let's jump. Do it today. Let's jump yeah. off and 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 do that, and then we'll come back and finish up. There comes a time when dreams become a reality, when you see your vision materialize into a true work of art, and the only way to get there is to choose a general contractor who shares that same vision and knows how to bring it to life. At Blue Wave, we aren't so big that we've forgotten where we've come from, and we aren't so small that we can't care for your projects regardless of their size. When your vision deserves safety, perfection, timeliness, and expertise in order to become a reality, trust Blue Wave to get it done right the first time. Welcome back. Yeah, go <laughs> gives me the I high wanna, sign and I then wanted, just looks at me. I wanted to see what it was like to, you know, have be able to take that kind Please. of control. No, welcome, welcome, welcome back. back. Did it feel good? Well, I felt like Robert. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, good thing you didn't look. So, like one of the things uh, while the commercial was going on that I was thinking of is, you know, if I'm listening or watching and understanding kind of what you're throwing out there for us for what what you guys do, is do you? I think we should draw a delineation and make sure that the audience knows this. I don't think you're a competitor for an existing CMO. So if a if a company has a a marketing you know group that's doing it, whether it's outsource, insource, 
you augment that, right? Yeah. You don't compete with that. Yeah, and that's that's really big because a lot of times we'll get a phone call, right, and and we'll explain what we do. And I know on this podcast I've been kind of here, there, and everywhere. So it's the hopefully way we roll. It's the way we roll. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. sorry about that, but um, yeah. W- when we have a phone call with some of these companies, they say, "Well, we've got an entire marketing team. Like, we don't really need all these things." In in reality, we're coming in there to partner with your marketing team uh, for those companies. Some companies don't have those marketing teams, and we want to be that that person for them. And then eventually bring those those needed folks in, right? You know, as we hire, as we look at building uh, your company up, if it makes sense for your company to have more people in marketing staff, then we want to bring them in. We want to train them on how to do it correctly. Because one of the biggest wastes that I saw at one of my last companies was we had 11 people in the marketing staff, over a million dollars in salaries, benefits, and all that kind of stuff. All they were doing was pushing out proposals every day. For the most part, that's all they had to do. You know, put, put together a proposal for a bid day, send it out. And, and that's 11 people on marketing. They weren't doing social media. They weren't, they would go to uh, career fairs and that kind of thing every once in a while. But like at the end of the day, what were they really doing? Those 11 people could have been utilized way better, way more efficiently. Um, and we could have probably helped, you know, a company take those people and, and utilize them where they needed to be. So yeah, we don't want to come in and, and you know, hey, fire all your marketing folks. We're going to take over you know, from, from now. We really want to build those, those people up and hopefully be able to come in there and, and uh, partner with them in that aspect as well. So yeah, I think that was a good point. Yeah, yeah, excellent point. Okay, um, how are people going to get a hold of you other than going to skyhigheagleeye.com? Where, well, you know, carrier pigeon or carrier eagle, I guess, no. Uh, no, no, so... Uh, wow, well done. Yeah, there we go. Um, He's been thinking about that one for a while. But, but they, just now. Just but now. they certainly can get you at that through your website. Yeah, through the website. Um, LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. I mean, everywhere. We've, we've had some of our biggest clients reach out to us from TikTok. I mean, honestly, in, anywhere. Uh, my phone number is the number on the... On the website, I don't know if I should say that because you I'm just gonna, did. Now, now I'm going to have everybody. You know, maybe I'll have to switch the number. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I, I will answer. Like if you if you give me a phone call, um, if I don't answer, you'll get my voicemail. If you leave me a voicemail, you'll you'll get me. Um, Eagle Eye Productions on Instagram, Eagle Eye Productions on TikTok, uh, on LinkedIn. Um, you can check out my personal page on LinkedIn, YouTube. We're starting to build up our YouTube. Hopefully, do a better job there, and hopefully, attract people there as well. Yeah, Ben, you are actively looking to be here in the Arizona market, right? Absolutely. I think there's a massive group of companies in this area that really don't do the kind of stuff that we're trying to sure. take the initiative in, in providing. Mm-hmm. And they're good companies that really could produce a lot of uh, great value from it. So we're looking to come into Phoenix. We're looking to come into Arizona and, and break out more in the West as well. We've got some contractors uh, out in Cali that we work with uh, regularly. But the Western area, the Western states has a lot of... Uh, potential that hasn't been tapped into so well um it's done now so um word word will be out open the door yeah yeah i'll share this just briefly because i had this conversation with jj we we've we've had um just recently the buzz has increased substantially and we being mac and blue are discussed quite uh vigorously in the building arizona folks so I say, good for you, good for us. Yeah, well, back to the ethos of how we started this no. conversation of if you're not making connections, if you're not paying it for it, I mean, that's why we started this podcast that's in the exactly first place. So, yeah. you know, having having him on here is just a uh, another one of those. Yeah, it's an extension yeah, right. of, of, <laughs> well, of what it, yeah. we do, and uh, it's been fantastic. 
we'll definitely have to have you back when you come back by uh, on your way from DFW to <laughs> PHX. PHX to ATL or wherever. Just uh, let us know. And if Absolutely. we see him, if we see him jump out over Yuma, we'll know what it's for. We'll, know, Entertainment and, and we'll have to talk about that. that uh, did, we did might be able Halo to make jumps that right into the studio. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I see a lot of videos coming via parachute. Via parachute. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, I like it. That's it. Uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. Take us out. Thanks, Forrest. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to The Mac and Blue Show, brought to you by Tory Contracting and Blue Wave General Contracting. Be sure to subscribe to The Mac and Blue Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow Robert Johnson and JJ Levinsky on LinkedIn and Instagram. And tune in live every Monday at 3 p.m., as we continue to introduce you to the people building Arizona. Walt Disney said, you can dream, create, design, and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it requires people to make the dream a reality. Until next time, make it a great day.